How do you make sure your reps use your sales coaching? Do you know how effective your sales coaching actually is? Balto was built to help sales reps sell as much as humanly possible. Balto's technology listens to both sides of a conversation and visually prompts agents with the best things to say live on every call. Get immediate insight into what's working and what's not and see sales skyrocket with Balto. You can see how Balto works by going to balto.ai backslash product dash tour. You're dialing in to the All Things Telesales podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lynn. If the phone is your weapon, this is your podcast. We're changing the perception of telesales. We're a tribe of telesales professionals who believe in compassion before commission. We're empowering the call coaching experience by starting with the person and salesperson. When we take care of the person, the calls take care of themselves. Welcome to the podcast. I got Dan Fister with me today. Strategic win back. This is going to be a really fun podcast. We're going to talk about uh, getting our best prospects back, getting a high ROI. We're going to get a high win rate. We're going to win today. Welcome to the podcast, Dan. How are you doing? Thank you so much, Jake. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm thrilled to be on, actually. Thrilled to be on. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, I was admiring your headset for our audio listeners. Uh, he's got on a call center headset, I'll tell you, H390 Logitech. Uh, but he is coming in on uh, the microphone with his Yeti. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this as well. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So um, just as a way of getting started, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I've been... Uh... I've been an entrepreneur for a long time. I started a business in uh, in '98, just when the internet was go- getting a, you know, picking up steam. So what we did is we we saw the advantage of distribution uh, digitally, and uh, so we just took uh, uh, you know a, a print kind of business and we took it online and uh, did really well for the first couple of years. And the then the 2001 crash happened, blew everything up, and we had to reinvent ourselves. But everything worked out just great. Everything worked out great. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, so you're in this, uh, this journey right now, um, you know, for it looks like the last year and a half or so, um, as a founder of the strategic win back, uh, what, what made you, you know, um, get into that type of, into this type of business? Well, what happened was, um, uh, that business I was telling you about, uh, we generated 50,000 customers. Oh, wow. And, uh, so our attrition, was killing us, you know, like I did everything. I I was the guy who ended up doing the marketing. Right. Right. And so, so attrition was just killing us. And I'd done a ton of work to try and uh, get people, uh, you know, to stay and everything, but still a lot of people fell out of the bottom of the funnel. So around 2016, what I did is I I just took a look at just the lost recurring revenue. But, but then what I did is I looked, I lot, we knew like, you know, the average person referred like 0.6, people per year and you know so then I looked at the lost referral revenue then I looked uh, at the uh, lost upsell revenue because existing customers purchase upsells up to five times they're at up to five times the rate as like new customers you know oh, wow. so there's you know we're, so we got this data and 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 on that and then there's the cost of re- replacing that customer right so you got these three big costs so I added them all up and it's right just, it's just not my lost revenue so that kind of made me upset when I saw that number and then I, I multiplied that by the number of people lost in the last two years and I'm sick, you know, it's oh, wow. brutal. So anyway, what I did is I said, okay, fine. Let me, let me see 
if we can win any of these people back, you know, and I wasn't really optimistic because, you know, we'd already done a lot of retention work. I'd done some cold outreach to some of these people, like totally unstructured, but, you know, I did some, some of that. Right. So I didn't think that there was a lot of uh, low hanging fruit left, but anyway, you know, long story short, I launched this primitive campaign and we got a 57 X ROI in like eight days, like, uh, you know, like, I don't know, what is it, 185 customers came back or something? No, that was in one group. Anyway, the point is, it was huge. Like, it's just like this whole huge light bulb went on. Right. And I asked people, like, why did you come back? Like, you know, you, you laughed, why did you come back? And so I tried to get, you know, get an understanding of that. And, you know, some people just said, you know, want to try something new or, uh, 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 you know, we, you know, your competitors uh, uh, pitched us and we, you know, we went, went to, we tried them and we, now we've seen you and them, you know, uh, we, we definitely like you better. Of course, I'm sure some people said the exact opposite. Right. <laughs> that never came back. But the right. point is that uh, uh, this was something big. So over the next four years, three years, four years, I really optimized that process because this was the this was the biggest win we've ever had. This is easy money. We already broke down the trust wall. We already educated the customer. Right. You know, uh, we already got them uh, on board to pick us up above the competition, right? So these are like the primo prospects, right? right. So, uh, so uh, winning them back took very little effort. Um, you know, after, after we got the campaign set up and now we realize that to really maximize this, uh, you've got to really go through a process. And, uh, so that's what I did over those, you know, from 2016. And then last year I did, a. I was wondering like, am I missing something big? Like there's a lot of really smart people out there, right. Doing that right. Just their own company. So what I did is I reached out and I, uh, I did a study. Uh, you know, CROs, CSOs, CMOs, uh, even some some founders. You know, what do you guys do? Like, well, how do you win your back pe- people back? And um, yeah. so we we learned from from all these people, like what they did, and so we got this just tremendous stuff. And I and I, I wrote a study around it. If I'm going into too much detail, let me know. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So, um, so the outcome of the study, um, you you just um, what happened after that? Okay, so basically the study told me why this works so well. First yeah. of all, on average, twenty uh, out of all these CROs and stuff, uh, on average, 26% of your people come back. And when they come back, their lifetime value doubles or more. Lifetime, I mean, value, lifetime doubles value doubles, more. right. right. So, like, so you've just basically taken this customer and doubled their lifetime value. They're, uh, and also when they come back, they act like an existing customer, right? So you, so they're, so they're more loyal. They refer more because they already know you. They've seen the competition. They've chosen you. So, you know, these people, these are really sold people. You know, right? Yeah. yeah. So let's say, um, you know, we're talking about a let's say a, a direct to consumer brand, right? Um, let's say an insurance brokerage, and you know they're they're losing clients due to insufficient funds, and clients are just dropping off. Um, and, and, you know, they're not able to get the, get the payments that they need to make the the premiums to the insurance company. Yeah. And so these insurance brokerage firms, mostly that I, that I work with and coach personally, um, some of the challenges that they face are getting them back on the books, right back onto their book of business. Yeah. And so to the struggling um, call center and entrepreneur, the hustler out there to get business back on the books, you know, what, what are some, you know, tips and uh, advice that you might give to them as a way of getting started into getting their customers back? Sure, sure. Well, 
you know, I think the first thing is like, just make a list of your past customers, say for the last two years, right? Make it, make a list of these people, take it. And then, and then take a look at what they've been worth to you in the past. Just like mm-hmm. make a little spreadsheet, right? And then right beside them, just put like their, their, just say like their high value, medium value, low value, right? Put them in a spreadsheet, right. do a sort and take the top, whatever number of people that you think you can handle and reach out. So now you've got the, the people with the highest potential, right? Because um, past value is a tremendous indicator of future value, just FYI. Right. So, so then, uh, then I'd reach out to eight or 10 of them and I'd say, listen, um, you know, uh, can you tell me, you know, exactly, you know, why you left? Right. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm just trying to learn to get better, you know, and um, uh, has your, have your needs changed? What's, what's changing your situation? Right. Uh, you know, what would it take to win you back? And, you know, you might find that there's there's a couple of small changes you might be able to make, maybe some kind of value add, maybe some kind of uh, bundling or something that you can do. But the point is, is that after you've cracked the code for eight or 10 people, you're probably going to win back everybody else. Not right. everybody, but I mean, right. you, you found what what the big thing is in the marketplace now that's right. holding people from getting you back. Well, the one thing you're going to get is that increased confidence that you can. Right. Oh, 100%. 100%. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, a lot of people. I think that's they're just afraid to do that. You know, there was a there was a woman. She wrote the original book on Winback back in two thousand, and she has a story about an insurance agent. And all he did was go back to all his old clients, and that's that. He didn't do any more outbound. He, I think, he'd been around for like fifteen or ten or fifteen years. Yeah, but but that's all he did because people, you know, people will come back. You know, just because they just like gone today doesn't mean gone forever. I'm sorry, I'm really passionate right, about right. yeah. the Yeah, so me. so uh so tell me, so the, the book is called Winback? Because yeah, it's called Customer Winback. That's what it's it's written by uh Jill Griffin. Joe, okay. And uh yeah. We're gonna drop uh, that. G R I F F I N. And 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 basically uh uh you know, tremendous book to read. That's that's the only thing I could find uh when I first started out. And um, uh, the whole thing is like, you know, actually, before I did the study, I, I, I contacted Jill and I said, listen, I know win back is your is your deal. You know, I don't want to step on your toes, but I want to do this study. What do you think? And she just said, no, go for it. You know, uh, uh, the more people doing this, the better, because there's a lot of money sitting on the table for salespeople. Like this is the easiest, right. easier money for them. You know, of course, right. they got to get new business, but still. Right. Yeah. Well, that that's a great topic to talk about. Because, um, you know, some SaaS founders of companies there, as far as like a reps hitting their quota, they are challenged with whether or not like win backs or account penetration, even growing account, you know, from, you know, let's say 10, 10 users to, to 15 users, counting that difference between 10 and 15, they're challenged as to whether or not to, to account for those five additional users towards the salesperson's quota when the account grows, right? So what advice might you give to these founders from, you know, you, you have a salesperson's heart, right, as well. Um, so, yeah. so you know, um, but also at the same time, a founder, right? So what advice might you give to the founder and, and to like help, you know, kind of with that situation of count penetration as well as win back and how do we account for that to the quota? Or sure. 
Yeah. Sure. Well, you know, like the founder might say, okay, listen, we want to encourage people to do the win back because there's going to be the short, the sales cycle is 60 to 80% shorter, you know, all the time. There's also so many advantages for the founder, like to get this, this money in, right. The right. onboarding is so much easier. They've already been onboarded. You know, there's all these costs that you've already sunk into that, into that customer. Right. So, so the founder has got a big, um, you know, it's 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 big for the founder for the for the CEO, um, but it's and it's also big for the uh, for the salesperson. But it's easier for the salesperson, right? So how do you what do you do there? Right. And what what some companies do is they'll pick a number uh, a, a time. They'll say, okay, everything out to six months is considered. Everything past six months will be considered new business. You know, so you you incent people that way. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. It counts as yeah, and, and I totally agree with that as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Jake Lynn. I got a quick question for you from our sponsor. Why do your sales reps make mistakes? In a study of 1,000 contact center agents, Balto found that agents make mistakes due to forgetting, not training. How do you make sure reps don't forget? Use Balto, the number one real-time guidance platform powered by AI. Balto coaches your reps on every call so that they can never forget best practices. And that's going to increase your sales. All right, let's get back over to the other line and back at this podcast. And so as far as incorporating win back and, and sales playbook strategies, um, would would you say it's more like an SDR responsibility or, or because the account executive has that relationship, would you recommend that the account executive be the one to follow up? Or do you put a retention person in place there to handle all win backs if if the budget allows for for that. So so the question is SDR, AE, or a retention specialist? Well, the ideal is having a retention specialist because yeah. they're gonna know how to handle the objections. They're gonna have all that, they're gonna be all prepped for that, right? Exactly. And there's some people whose personalities are just more naturally suited to the win back. Right. Right. You know, so that's the ultimate, right? Right. So if you, exactly. And, uh, uh, you know, next, next best is the AE because the, you know, the number of touches it takes to re-engage a past customer is like one to three touches, right? Versus at least seven times as many touches for a cold prospect. Right. So, so you're not sucking up a lot of the AE's time. Right. Um, and you know, if, if it's the AE who, uh, who originally did the deal, they're, they're going to take that call so much faster. Than, than an SDR they don't know. Right. Yeah. And, and some some companies might have a customer success. To, to me, it's also um, win back uh, is definitely uh, important and crucial in the customer success department, right? Like making sure that you're hitting all the notes and you're going through the onboarding process that you're not really overlooking anything that's of value to them. Um, as far as like a, a strategy during the onboarding process that could help, you know, less win back strategies, mm-hmm. right? Like making sure they're a good fit the right time before you onboard on things like that. What what else might you add there? Well, I think one of the one of the big things is have more than one contact in the company, right? So yeah. so here, exactly. you know, you might be dealing with one person and and try to get a get into a second person. Because right. when you do win back, oftentimes one person might be Jazz, then another person might be. What if you hit that? What if you hit the wrong person? Right. And and I run into this all the time. You know, for bigger accounts, it's like right. Yeah. And and it and 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 the other thing about customer success is when somebody leaves, you know, do it gracefully. I mean, that's obvious, right? Do it nicely, but 
try to keep in contact with them, like say on LinkedIn or something, just like make a comment on a post or something. I right. mean, if exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, definitely stay, stay engaged with them and um, let them know that you're engaged with them as well. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all about that relationship. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. uh, putting compassion before commission. We got to drop that in the podcast. <laughs> I, I saw, I saw, I saw you with the t-shirt like that. That's cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. 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 We, we've got that as well. And, uh, and also see you're, you're connected. Another person that I, that I definitely admire in the industry is, uh, as uh, Scott, who left you a raving recommendation on LinkedIn. Uh, Scott McGregor? Yeah, he's all about oh, you know him? Pe- yeah, people over everything. He's oh, a yeah. super cool dude. He emailed me a couple of his books. What a great guy. He's he's like, he's amazing. He's like one of the nicest people you could ever meet in your life. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think you, you're probably like the second. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. But that that's awesome. Um, so as far as, um, you know, let's say top three strategies on the win back. Talk to me about, you know, the top, top three. Well, you know, the, the, the first thing is, I don't want to avoid your question. I want to, I just want to yeah. you know, deliver the right value, right? Yeah, however, okay. however, do your thing. Okay. Right. Okay. So, so like, it's really important that you pick people that you want back. Right. So when I told you about that, that, um, you know, making a list of your people, uh, you gotta, you gotta make sure you want them back. And then the, you know, the next thing is you've got to figure out what type of value to give them. Right. So if, if you, if you're doing, using some kind of an on, ongoing service, you know, like insurance or something, this, that's set, you know? So the question is, what can right. you do to kind of add a little bit? Right. And so what I, what I like to do is I like to uh, have a, have a cadence and I like to have a secondary cadence. So we test one cadence to win a person back. Mm-hmm. So we take a small, we take a subset of people, right. And we make a, one cadence for them. That's our best guesses. What we're, you know, after we talk to a bunch of people and get our research done and figure out our messaging and how we're going to re-engage and all that kind of stuff, right? So we got that down. And then we take our second best idea, right? And we put that into a cadence. And then we just test them one against the other and uh, see where the engagement comes and stuff. And so, so the thing is, is that I know it takes more time to do this testing, but as soon as you crack this win back nut, you can run this like every six months. Yeah. Like, and uh, yeah. So anyway, so that's like, a, uh, that's like a really important part. Uh, the third thing is, is when you get these people back on, treat them like gold. Okay. Like, I mean, they've come back, you can't drop the ball. Now you've done all this work, right. <laughs> treat them like gold and, yeah. and, and they'll appreciate it, you know? And I know, I, I, you know, I know I'm not saying anything, you know, you don't know, but there's, there's 30 things you could do. There's three that, you know, I think anybody could do tomorrow. Right. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And with, with all the, I mean, it's 2020 with all the resources available, you know, not to, to reach out to people virtually now to, to send them something, you know, um, one, one pro tip that I have is there's, um, there was a strategy that we, that we use with Sendoso, which is, uh, software company that you can send gifts and stuff like that out oh, to yeah, yeah. people, you know? And um, so we would have the marketing department look at our prospect or our client or somebody that was kind of going through a challenging time in their, in the sales cycle or onboarding process. And we look on their profile and we see what school that they went to, like college or something that they enjoyed or sports that teams that they liked. 
and we would mail them like a blanket of that sports team or that college, their alumni, you know? Cool. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about um, keeping people engaged and win back. I mean, if the budget allows, you know, sending stuff like that, do you, do you recommend that or, or have any strategies around, you know, some different types of approaches that are kind of out of the ordinary these days? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I don't know if it's any, I don't know if it's out of the ordinary, but yeah. um, I'm going to keep going back to the basics here. Okay. Cause this yeah. is, I think it's important. Right. So, yeah. so we, we get this list and you get your high, medium and low value people, right? Your high value people, you say, Hey, listen, you know, these guys are worth like, 10x what the next level down is worth. Uh, is it worth spending, say, 10 bucks per person uh, yeah. uh, on that high level group, right? And I actually right. have a calculator on on my on the website. Right. If you want to take a look, and you can go and you can see what your ROI and the expected right. sales are with that number. And so anyway, yeah. um, so so as far as that that goes, I think that's a great idea. Another thing is uh, is events. If you can do events, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's inexpensive. And then what you can do with the events is you can also make little masterminds out of them, right? Uh, right. Because people just love talking to peers. You've got all these, these people who are basically peers, right? So if right. all you people are, you know, CFOs or whatever, uh, you can create a little peer group for them uh, too. Uh, anything that can increase engagement uh, that is low cost. And I think that this is really the, the, the main thing is like, um, you know, I do a little bit of work with sports teams, you know, and the first thing we do right. is we do, even though these are, highly valuable um each customers you know season right. tickets it's worth a lot of money right yeah cold so, boxes all that yeah exactly so right. what we do the first step is uh we still do the cheapest thing we can like i don't know say a postcard and followed by a phone call okay and then we would go to the next highest thing which might be uh you know some kind of lumpy mail you know like you're talking about right right, right. Uh, and then, uh, and then the third thing would be the most expensive thing, you know, some kind of, uh, some kind of an event, but if you start with the lowest, cause there's, there's like so many people are just ready to come back now, right. you know, so, so start with the cheapest thing, get all the low hanging fruit, even if they are high value people, uh, a friend of mine, uh, uh, Ron Contorno, he did this, uh, with the, uh, I think it was with the tigers. No. It was with the Texas Rangers. He did that with a postcard. He got a 173, 180 uh, XROI on that. Just oh, with, the, wow. with the postcards. Yeah. The postcard, uh, yeah. Direct, so anyway. Direct mail. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like he's yeah. creative and he's really smart. And he knows how to, how to, how to make it work. But the point is that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So it, it's good to know that direct mail still works in the digital age. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And yeah. for high low and for high level accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I didn't know that you worked with uh, pro sports teams. That's, that's oh, your... I'm just I'm just starting. Ron and I just started. We're just talking now to, yeah. to 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 different people. But he's been doing this for 20 years. And when he saw a win back, oh, he yeah. thought that uh, you know we should team up. So you know he's one of my business partners now. Right. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So um, with with everything going on in the world these days, um, what are you most excited about? What am I excited? Hey, I wasn't prepared for that question. What am I excited about? I think, uh, you know, everything that's going on now, uh, you know, you can either be upset about it or you can make it work for you or make it work for somebody you care about, you know? So it's like, what, what, how can I, how can I make this work for me or work better for somebody else? And, and, and I think that, 
it's just kind of forcing a lot of us into uh, taking a look at, you know, our job, our life. Is that too philosophical? Am I get, or should I no, no, it? no. We, we get super philosophical. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, so you look at your life, you look at your right. job, you know, if your job kind of sucked and, you know, you really wanted to make a change, like this is the, this is the time to do it. You know, like when I was younger, my job just sucked royally. And so what I did was I just, me and my wife, we just sold everything we had. And we started traveling around the world, you know, and then we came oh, back wow. and we started over right. again, you know, and it's yeah. like, so, so yeah, I, no, I don't want to diminish the the pain that so many people are going through, but you know, right. if there's a way of turning that around and making this like a leaping off point to something better. Right. Yeah. Taking that risk, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> for, yeah. For so, I mean, um, you know, David Meltzer is a mentor of mine and he's been on the podcast. We talk a lot about uh, consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential, you know, yeah, pursuing yeah. your potential over a paycheck. So you said it way better than I did. <laughs> right. but yeah, well, that just re- re- rephr- paraphrasing uh, <laughs> David, but yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, so, so um, as far as uh, where people can find you and some of these, um, you know, case studies and you mentioned some tools and stuff like that, uh, where can people find you and how can they connect with you? Yeah. Um, if you go to strategicwinback.com, there's a calculator there. And in like a minute, you'll be able to tell if Winback has got potential for you. Um, and then uh, there's that study I was telling you about that's on there. Uh, but I think the best place to go is uh, look me up on uh, on LinkedIn. I've got uh, five or six articles where I interviewed some killer smart people about how they do it. You know, you'll be able to get a bunch of more perspective right. from them. Exactly. I got a, I got a PDF on uh, how to win people back during COVID. I got another oh, one wow. back. I got some other PDFs. Very simple. You know, it'll just kind of introduce you to the idea. Do I like it? Do I not? You know, right. so, you know, pretty fast you can get an idea if it's for you or not. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, great. Yeah. Well, Dan, the wind back man. (laughs) (laughs) Great talking to you, Jake. This has been been a lot of fun. People at at, at ease. That's right. That's good, man. Well, we appreciate your time today and uh, sharing all of your knowledge. And we look forward to connecting with you on LinkedIn. Cool. Thanks, Jake. All right. Thanks. Visit allthingstelesales.com for additional resources that can help you drive more revenue. Did you like today's episode? If so, subscribe so next week's episode will be available for you. And if you really like today's episode, leave a five-star review. It's a good way to get the word out there. And if not, check out another episode. Maybe then you'll be able to rate the show five stars. Anyone you'd like to hear from on the show, send an email to podcast at allthingstelesales.com. I'd love to hear from you. Don't threaten me with a good time. So, what's off the hook?